Thank you for joining me at another 11 p.m. nightcap. Before we get to the rest of the nightcap episode, I'm going to take a very brief break here for an advertisement. Thanks for sticking around. Well, howdy, it's 11 p.m. nightcap time. I don't really know what I'm going to talk about today, but we'll figure something out. Um, I have uh, Live PD on in the background. Um, it was a little bit disappointing to me that uh, ever since shit kind of went on lockdown, that um, they were only doing like two-hour episodes. Uh, you know, that's one of my f- favorite things, I, I think, to watch. Friday and Saturday, especially... Uh, given that you couldn't really go anywhere. Cheers, by the way, to anyone who stops by. Um, Yeah, it had been a little disappointing there that for a couple of weeks they were only doing the two hours. Now, I I mean, I I get it that they wanted to try to be careful about XYZ123 and Whatnot. But it's nice that that's back to three hours now. Um, I, I, I think about a show like, you know, like this live PD show. And even if you, even if you don't watch it, um, and even if you don't like the police at all, I think it's a valuable show. And honestly, I wish there was a way to, uh, I wish there was a way to basically just get it near 24-7. Um, because I think that it is important to have people see, number one, what the police deal with and the challenges they have and so on and so forth, especially when you have the people in the studio who are, uh, some law enforcement folks who then explain why some of the situations are handled the way that they're handled. Plus that would also make sure that you have more accountability to the police uh, so that in cases where there is abuse of authority, uh, that there, that there's, you know, somebody there to keep them honest, keep them on track. And I've known some, I've known some people who worked in law enforcement and, and, th- and that's always tricky. And maybe I'm talking my, out of my ass here a little bit, but the thing is, Every now and then, you do kind of want to turn the cameras off. And that's not to say that you want people to just be absolutely beaten to death. Now and then, that's a component of... People won't say things if they think it's recorded, or if they think that that's on camera. Um, So... Yeah, I, I, th- I feel like if you in your area there is any sort of millage or support for providing uh, cameras to law enforcement, you know, try to back those. Um, it keeps the officer safer. It keeps the citizens safer to have monitoring like that. Um you know, I, I, I think I think cameras and crews and support and all that stuff uh, 
I don't even want to say like there's times when having a, a crew, having other people there as opposed to being by yourself, if you're explaining things or talking through things with somebody else that can help you do more of an accurate job at your job. So I feel like there's um, Trelosa joined. Hi, Trelosa. I feel like there's a lot of benefit and value uh, to that. Cheers again, by the way. We're drinking Schwarzhog tonight. Uh, thanks for stopping by to the 11 p.m. nightcap. We do this every day during the week except for Friday at 11 p.m. Uh, we have a little bit of a drink and we shoot the shit for anywhere between 10, 15 minutes and a half hour, an hour, hour and a half, depending. Uh, do subscribe, stop by, follow me on Twitter, podcast, YouTube, whatever the fuck. Uh, and speaking of which, I'll take a moment there to explain exactly what Anchor is. So, um, yeah, uh, law enforcement professionals, you know, I, f I feel like that recording keeps them honest and is, uh, a uh, good thing to both protect the officers and protect the people on the streets. Um, so, yeah, if you see that sort of stuff come up, uh, do try to support them. Um, you know, in terms of gear and equipment, I mean, the the other thing there is, you know, if you watch the, if you watch the vehicles and stuff uh, that a lot of those departments have to work with, um, you know, I, f I feel like at some point... And, and it's weird to me because I know, like, there's there's a lot of consideration we had for handling and storage and prisoner transport and this and that and the other. But uh, I feel like having larger police vehicles, whether it's the sub, the Suburbans, the Tahoes, or even in a lot of cases the trucks, uh, I feel like what's good about that too is if your if your police department is using like the Chargers or the Challengers. Is the Chargers or the Challengers? I think it's the Chargers. But, like, you want those things to be big. There's part of the reason why I I feel like, you know, an ambulance or a fire truck gets noticed maybe a little more is because that's a giant, that's a giant vehicle with a lot of flashing lights and a lot of sirens on it. Um, I, I long since thought that what they should have done is they should have put some sort of device in the stereos of the vehicles or so, uh, something uh, something somewhere in those vehicles um, that would, when they go lights and sirens, basically broadcast some sort of code that would either signal the radios of newer cars or light up some light or do something that would also alert people that, hey, there's an emergency vehicle that's approaching. Because, I don't know about you, but I've seen people where they're in their cars, and they have, like, flat fucking headphone earbuds in. So you got to figure, like, interiors of new vehicles are pretty quiet, relatively speaking. So if you have, if you have a vehicle that's fairly new, that's got a lot of sound dampening in it, and then you're going to put earbuds in, so now you have earplugs in, plus you're listening to sound, 
I, I don't get it. I don't get how you can drive a vehicle like that and not feel wigged out about how much you can't hear. You can't hear if your vehicle's making strange sounds. You can't hear uh, what, the, what the engine RPM sounds like. And yeah, you can't hear uh, emergency vehicles or anything else. So, I, 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 I mean, I, I get why, why they, they can't do it. That would be such a monumental task to develop some sort of standard that all vehicles would have to implement to do something like that. But, um, you know, that, that's dangerous. You take that for granted. Now, again, I'm, I'm not going to say that there aren't, that there aren't uh, first responders who haven't abused the lights and sirens before. Um, on the same token, hey, for the ones that are doing the job, and that's a nasty, hard job, that are out there uh, on the up and up trying their best, you know, there is a lot of danger when they have to get to something fast on scene. People just don't fucking pay attention. They don't pay attention to what they're doing. They're not listening. They're not watching. Shit, I, the amount of people, and I'll, I'll talk about this again another day. I don't care whether you think it's great that it's legal or right or wrong or whatever, but the amount of people who are driving around who are obviously fucking high, where you can see, whether I've seen them actively smoking marijuana, or you can just smell it coming off the car, like no tomorrow. Um, or people who are drunk or high or whatever, or fucking with their phone, they're, they're not paying attention to operating vehicles. Not paying attention to how they're driving, not paying attention to what they're operating, they're not paying attention to the road. And so certainly, if you throw some radical in there, you know, some, some uh, snap scenario where suddenly, hey, there's a vehicle traveling at a high rate of speed, and they look up at the last second and panic, like, that's a recipe for disaster. And I've seen, I've seen people where, uh, and I'm talking personally, where you're like, hey, that car, the car's not getting over. And basically blocks the first responders. Uh, and, then, and then when they're right on them, they have this deer in the headlights sort of response. It's like, dude, get the fuck out of the way. And then, of course, some dipshit next to them will then stop. Okay, so all you've done now is create a roadblock. That's great. So you parked right next to that. You parked right next to that car who is now not moving over. And the two of you dipshits have just made a rolling roadblock. That's pretty good. Good tactics. So, yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like as you watch this show... And as you uh, see what's going on out there, it would be good if uh, it would be good if there was a way to, you know, miti mitigate that. I don't really, I don't really know what the, I don't really know how you do that. Cars, car interiors have become more and more isolated, more and more insulated. People have more and more electronic toys to uh, distract them from paying attention to the road. Um, there's more people now. There's more people. I feel like doing crazy shit now. Like, in general, crime is down, but uh, more people obviously just means more, you know, more potential alarm. And especially if, if there's a lot of people getting sick, 
and there's a lot of uh, emergency responses in that regard, you know, that uh, can, can be very dangerous. So, uh, I don't know, I don't know, what do you, what do you think? What, do, you know, in terms of some device or technique or something that you could use to, to make that safer, um, you know, and, and, I mean, the last thing you'd want to do too is the last thing you'd want to do is institute some sort of device that then goes off and alarms or startles <clears throat> the driver and causes them to flip the fuck out. Again, thanks for joining the nightcap. I'm drinking Schwarzhog today. Um, one thing I, I feel like that's kind of undeniable about this show is that they do have the segment on the... Um, the missing children in the kind of the wanted segments, and especially in the cases of the missing children, um, yeah, so they had this one, uh, she was just saying here that, you know, that was out on a Friday or Saturday, and by Tuesday she was found, you know, that's a, uh, that, that's a miracle to me, um, you gotta figure that that's a case of, you know, if you're this girl's parents, you're probably thinking, like, that's it, she's gone, uh, you know, so having a, having a show and a network like this, uh, it's funny to me that back in the day, it, it was a thing of, uh, hey, you can sort of turn this into, uh, you can turn this into a, a, a show where now you have the ability for tons and tons of people to basically be your canvas, um, watching for them, uh, you know, spreading the story around, and I don't know if that's still on, I just know that when I was younger growing up, people used to watch that show all the time, um, and there were a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of things I think that got resolved as a result of that show, so, um, yeah, it's, it's fascinating and interesting to me. I feel like if you're bored, uh, you know, uh, maybe watch some of these shows. I think, uh, I think the live PD show can be interesting. Uh, you know, you, you watch the police procedure. You watch what the officers go through. And then you have that wanted segment. They have live PD wanted. And especially if they're showing things from your area, um... I, I, look, I, I'm sort of like, hey, it's, it, it's one thing if you're gonna report your neighbors or whatever for tiny petty shit or whatever, but, you know, the, these in some cases are murderers and violent felons and child abusers and, and people, uh, uh, you know, dealing heroin or whatever, so I'm sort of like, hey man, fuck them, get those people off the streets, uh, get them locked up as far as I'm concerned, so I feel like that's a, an, another a good sort of a show, and I wish uh, that they could air that more often, I, I hope it continues to do well and continues to be on, um, you know, I didn't, Power Machine 12! 
What's up, power machine? You got the power, bro? Fuck yeah, he does. This guy's powerful as fuck. It's 12 times the power. It's not even 11. It doesn't even go to 11 power. It goes to fucking 12. Power Machine 12 is legit. So, this is funny. Here's another, here's another case of talking about gear and devices. So, this officer is chasing this guy. And she tells him that he's going to get tased. Now, I'm watching it. And what I'm thinking in my head is, that guy has a thick... Has a thick jacket on, and what looks like to be a backpack. So she's going to take this taser out, and she goes to tase him. It does nothing. It's like the, the barbs aren't going to make contact. They're not going to stick in that guy's skin. And sure enough, she shoots at him and doesn't do shit. And then she continues to try to tase the guy kind of as he's standing there walking there. And it's completely ineffective. Not doing a fucking thing. So... I'll just say, also, keep that in mind. When you hear stories um, where people throw the, I don't know why they just didn't tase him. They could have just used a taser, and, and this would have been open, and nobody would have got hurt. Tasers are not Star Trek stun guns. They don't work like that. They are not 100% reliable. Um, there's a variety of conditions that can cause them to not work the way that they're intended. Um, so I, I would say... Uh, again, where I, I, I feel like this is a, a good show and an interesting show and something that everybody should kind of watch is just to hear the people talk about the situations like that as they go back to the studio and you hear the officers, too, explain what happens. You know, cops, I feel like cops, so I love the show Cops, too, you didn't get as much follow-through on stuff after the fact. You know, that was condensed to be a, sh a shorter episode where the, they were focused a little more on, okay, you know, get, get right to the meaty part of the crime, get it over, get it done. Here there's a little more thought on, you know, explaining, oh, you know, we saw there that the taser, and they go through it and they talk about all that stuff. So, hey, you know, it, it's a part of our lives. I, I would say check it out, give it a watch. Uh, I'd be interested if you have any thoughts or suggestions on, you know, how do you think we can make the roads safer for emergency personnel? Um, you know, do you have any ideas, technology, procedure, policy that you think would help? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by that as an idea. And, um, you know, uh, be safe out there. Um, take care of yourselves. Uh, you know, especially with, uh, times and things being the way they are, don't let your frustrations go wild, um, you know, don't start fights, don't get in arguments that can't stop, last thing you want to do is, uh, you know, end up with some, some legal or law enforcement trouble in these trying times, so, be safe out there, until next time, that'll be it for today's nightcap, uh, thanks for stopping by, thanks for listening, and see you around.